Hello and welcome to your favorite comic book YouTube channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And I'm Tom Scholey, author of I Am Stan. Uh, before we begin, I want to remind everybody of Cartoonist Kayfabe Comic Book Christmas in July. We are asking our audience to join us in taking their comics, some doubles, some comps, and putting them in their little local lending libraries. This is the second year in a row that we have done this. We had a great response last year. We just want to make some new comic book readers. We know readers use those local lending libraries. Who else would? So let's put some good comics in there and uh, take pictures of those comic books peeking out through the, uh, the front windows of those little local lending libraries and share them on social media. Also want to remind everybody of the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. We have three different levels that will get you access to our videos early. At the King Kayfaber level, you'll get access to all the videos as soon as we finish editing them. And you'll get to sit in on the recording session. It'll give you a leg up on the Kayfabe effect, which happens a lot when we showcase books that are maybe rare or uh, hard to find. You'll be the first one in line to get those. So check out our Patreon, see which level works for you. And let's go back in the time machine to 1994. Let me get our thumbnail situated. Joe Quesada and Jimmy Palmiotti, at the collapse of the speculator boom, decide they're going to start publishing their own comics. Kudos to them, but here is Events Comics' first offering, Ash Number 1, about a superhero firefighter. This episode is brought to you by the cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. Three different levels of participation at our Patreon, but if you become a King Kayfaber, you get all of the videos before anybody else gets to see them uh and it mitigates the kayfabe effect you get first dibs on the things that we talk about plus uh you have access to the live stream recording sessions where we record a week's worth of videos giving you even uh more exclusive access uh before anybody else ultimately the videos are brought to you by the books that we make and we have a big year in 2023 the hip-hop family tree omnibus is coming to you in time for the holiday season 504 pages of comics in here uh that which represents the four volumes of hip-hop family tree plus uh, 140 pages of comics and material that are not in those first four volumes of hip-hop family tree x-men grand design trilogy collects all of my x-men grand design work in one handy dandy trade paperback some of that is out of print at the moment the current focus is red room crypto killers Issue number three is forthcoming and is going to be a hotkey because it is establishing a version of the characters that I'm exploring in my daily comic strip, which will be serializing on my Patreon to start uh, at, a link, at the link in the description below. Jimmy has a nice plethora of materials out there. The Princess of Poverty book is coming to you in November, in time for the holidays. Uh, it represents all of uh, Jim's Street Angel comics. If you have the street angel deadliest girl alive as a companion piece hulk grand design is the marvel comic that jim put together but the newest effort uh that is currently out of print but going to be getting uh, another print run is true crime funnies and uh, make sure you connect with jim at his website for that now that we're done paying the bills back to the video do you guys remember this book was oh, this yeah. on your radar mm -hmm. at the time so i never once saw an issue in the wild i never once saw it like on this week's latest comics when you go to the shop i exclusively only ever saw anything about it like in wizard magazine never saw it in the shop at all i put together a run quarter a piece now it's interesting because that's a time whenever print runs are shrinking and Very yet cool. i still find this in dollar bins and stuff frequently um quesada kind of a darling artist you know has a pretty unique style somewhat different than like the image artists that had been so popular before that and worked virtually at all the big companies so 
Makes sense that they would try their own book, although the timing, God bless them. I mean, great portfolio piece. I mean, those guys went on to bigger and better things. You yeah, know? And, and it truly was. It, it was like trial by fire stuff that like made Marvel accept the, the possibility of them having a line. It's like, okay, well, you published some stuff so you know what goes into publishing something. We'll give you Marvel Knights. They gave Brian Polito a little line. Absolutely. And I was shocked looking at this that it's a 1994 date. I was thinking it was like 1996 because yeah. we see this issue in Wizard at that time. But they really get into this a little bit early. And part of why that surprises me is I think the production values are pretty exceptional for 1994. Yeah, they like uh, the bells and whistles and the filters and stuff. Uh, I think he left enough stuff open that the co the colors could do some things to, to get it to make sense. Like you, you see it, you see it on the cover, like yes. with the leg muscles and stuff like they do enough there. That was that was always interesting to see. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that I think today you'll see, well, for years, you'll see colorists fighting the line art. In this case, doing a pretty good job with it, you know, really following what he lays down and sets up. And I like that kind of just open design. If you saw this in black and white, I think it would look pretty cool too. Yeah. So the idea of a firefighter superhero, kind of brilliant. That's a very easy sell. You know, if you're doing your one sentence pitch or whatever, that's an easy one to understand. So it would be Wizard Magazine number 37, which is Eddie P's first uh, first wizard, the Rob Liefeld one. Uh, there is an article with Casada and Palmiotti about event comics and things, and they go through the process. And this spread, they show it on little post-it notes, sketches and stuff, and how they Casada further develops it in pencils and stuff. So I actually never really seen the, uh, f the final art until uh, checking out this comic. And Backdraft was like a big movie around this time. That's true. So that's, that's like the reference. DC did have a firefighter character. He wasn't a superhero. He wasn't a super firefighter. But like back in the Golden Age, they did have a recurring firefighter comic within their, their anthologies. And this is our hero, Ash. <laughs> Burnt to a, a crisp. Just a meatball. Still alive, barely. And uh, you see the firefighter. He's one of ours. You know, so they're rushing him off to... Uh, do what they can for him doesn't look very hopeful at this stage no he, he's, he's got some sunburn i like the lettering effects too in some ways it, it calls to mind workmen yeah yeah workmen uh some of the work of howard chaikin uh you know like american flag where he would repeat lettering to almost this graphic effect right and it's probably worth noting like i don't know when joe quesada starts making comics but it's not too long before 1994 like might have been 90. It, it was like whenever those Valiant um, Nintendo books were coming out. I right. think that was some of the first stuff that he drew when he was part of Knob Row. Knob Row. There you go. All right. Inside of the hospital. And and I should say, too, this is, um, there's some decompressed storytelling here. Like, yeah. we're, we're uh, <laughs> this is this is kind of an origin issue. Almost feels like an issue zero in a way because of how much setup. But here's our first big surprise. Whenever they go in to see their buddy Ash, who was burnt to a crisp, looks brand new yeah and is that the protagonist that you're going to hang your hat on man like a little red-headed stepchild <laughs> also is this nurse ratchet yeah well i mean when he's all burnt up he he looks like al simmons and then now he looks like that surfer dude that al simmons turns into. i mean you know who this is dude that's born again yeah uh the nurse from that yeah. kelly nurse dude this is the exact compositions like when she shuts the light out and like mm -hmm. goes into like choke out the wife or i forget who ben urich yeah, Ben York. <laughs> His buddy did not fare as well. So Ashley may not be allowed to have visitors here, but he's out 
checking on Mike, fellow firefighter that was also injured in that fire and uh, not doing not doing as well as Ash. This is a uh, Quesada and Palmiato pandering to me. <laughs> black and white kitties involved. He'll do this thing where like every panel he's changing the orientation of where he has his paper taped up on his drafting table. So, you know, like, you know, he's bending his, his paper this way to do this panel, tape it down to this one. He's situating it like that. Just so you're getting all this chaotic camera movement. Man, I didn't even notice that. That's, that's kind of a, an interesting point because why do that here? You know, like it's, it's just him unwinding on the couch. It's, it's bad storytelling really. Like, like you, I've noticed it almost every page, and it's just bouncing around, and it's literally in comics and sequential art what Eliza tells you not to do. Almost spontaneous combustion here, sitting on the couch and suddenly catches on fire. I was fascinated with that in about 1994. Yeah, it still circulates around on, on uh, some of the paranormal shows I listen to. Get hints of this character, but we're not really going to see Ash in his full glory uh, too much in this issue. So much teased mm -hmm. you know this is a conversation with what his dead father is that what we're hearing from very very uh a lot of groundwork laid here i don't know how long this series ran maybe five six issues i think i got six somewhere around there yeah i think Defin I have, definitely five if not all of them probably all but one or two guest event pinup barry windsor smith got to be exploiting that 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 uh, valiant connection a little bit and you get to see his rendition of our main character. By the way, other than the cover, this is our first appearance. Yeah, we haven't of Ash, seen him yet. You know, yeah. it's Barry Windsor Smith's version. Yeah, it's so funny because it's not it's not by the creators of the comic. Also, you're a confident person if you let Barry Windsor Smith <laughs> draw your character first. Oh, I know. Wow. The other two, of course, from uh, Storyteller, the Barry Windsor Smith <laughs> series that would have been running around this time. Yeah, that's a nice big heavy hitter to get on board yeah. of your book. I like that as a uh, as a gimmick. It's something that we saw the image guys do, and I have to imagine uh, Jimmy and, and, and Joe kind of thinking, like, how do you launch a book? What do we do? Let's bring in some talented artists, somebody else's name we can put on it. Do the pinup. I always say, do a centerfold. I think Darrow did one. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Why not? Add value to that book and that experience. I was a Barry Windsor Smith mark, so I'm not complaining about that at all. Now we have uh, more flammable stuff happening, this time on the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> These panel layouts make me want to go back and look at stuff like XO Zero. It's such a time period of uh, it's, it's, this kind of it's, style, it's just the, excess. Yeah, it's the image era, yeah. era man. And uh, he was <laughs> with a spawn. <laughs> I want to say a pog, probably a logo. I mean, that's but... McFarlane, probably. Like, uh... it does feel image to me, and it's part digital coloring, but it is this kind of like bombast, like we got to make it exciting. Put a Dutch angle on each of these panels, whether mm -hmm. it makes storytelling sense or not. Nothing is horizontal and vertical. Let's just go for it. And it's it's a snapshot of a time period. And it's nice to see somebody trying to do image without being like, I'm going to crosshatch like yeah. Yeah. Scott Williams. But instead, like, let's try to get excitement on the page. He is the creator of that Azrael costume. I believe he is the creator of that Batman. Transformer Batman. Yeah, that, like, uh, what is it, Nightfall costume and stuff. So... You see the tropes there. 
and I don't even know what to call it, or, ornamentation, filigree. And, and I feel like it comes from like the video game world. It feels like a Japanese manga thing that's been filtered through like uh, Double Dragon yeah, art right, right. or something, you know? I like to just imagine it through Knob Row, like he's doing Nintendo comics <laughs> yeah, exactly. to start with. Maybe yeah. some of that stuff lingered with him. What a weird spread with the word forever, <laughs> like as part of your, your page, your image. Because you know this had to be a promo image everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I've n I've not seen it. Like, uh, all the promo stuff I've seen, you know, it's pretty much here, but it works. You know, this and the cover, it is interesting having a character and a style of drawing where you can make your character fill a double-page spread. You know, he's not just taking up this space. He's filling the whole thing. So there's our transformation. Gets his keys, but jumps out the window to hop on the bike. Hey, dude, it's 90s, baby. <laughs> That's fun. You got to start the bike up somehow. Such a weird detail of like, let's show the license plate that we're then going to, you know, somehow mask. Makes me wonder if this is some kind of code meaning something to, to him or, I don't know, somebody. <laughs> and off he zips to see this uh, fire that's going on. Look how big the character looks on that bike. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That is, that is an interesting decision you have to make. Like, how big do you make your horse versus the rider to make it look impressive. Because, yeah, the horse is too small. You know, same thing with a motorcycle, you know. And what a bizarre villain that we are coming uh, coming into contact with. Little bits of alien in some of these forms, but evil entity face mm -hmm. on, on the front yeah. of the body. Again, it feels like a boss you would fight in, like, an R-type game or, you know, something like that. Next issue, more cool stuff. <laughs> kind of ironic in a book with a firefighter hero. <laughs> Little preview of our issue two cover, I believe. And that's the launch, man. That's the launch of Events Comics. I think they ran a couple of years, they published. Still doing and, uh, Cup of Joe, because that became his Marvel thing. How can you not? Yeah. You know, that's that uh, when you do your letters column name, and it's got to be something, I hate to say obvious, but, you know, Afterburn. <laughs> A lot, lot of people, cup of Joe, how could you ever get away from that? A lot of people named Joe in comics before this who, who didn't think of that. So Is that true? Joe Cuber was the editor. He could have had a cup of Joe <laughs> editor in the box. <laughs> Still innovating. Uh, so you get Joe and Jimmy both weighing in as they launch this new publishing venture. And um, like I say, man, what a, what a time. 22 Brides, which they would publish books of. I had no idea this is a, this is a musical act first in a comic book somewhere down the road. I don't know how that works either. And Ed, you mentioned, um, you know, McFarlane. Here's your payback. We're going to put a McFarlane logo on one of the characters in the book. Maybe uh, help you us, buy that. Help us uh, pub publish this issue. You, you buy an ad and we'll stick your logo in somewhere in the comments. It gives you it gives you a snapshot where, where images at the time. So, so it is still like, yeah, okay, yeah, the, the bubble has burst a little bit, but you're still, with a issue one of a comic, you're still, you're still going to do six figures maybe. Also, um, this was a big launch, and these guys are great at promo, no doubt about it. But like McFarlane, I think that uh, Quesada had done, you know, like McFarlane would do the pinup spread yeah. in the middle, the two-page, you know, centerfold. And I think Quesada did one there, so probably, you know, a little payback. They were interested in, in having Joe Q be a, um image dude, you know, but he, he resisted and resisted and resisted. It is interesting that he did, because look how early this is. That's what I'm saying. That's like issue 12 or 13. Right. You could, uh, around this time... You might be doing an ad trade where you put an ad for Ash in my, in your book. I'll put an ad in mine. This kind of thing, I think, is, I mean, 
imagine how far ahead of time this is because like now you see kickstarters where it's like get your name in the back of the book you know 25 years before kickstarters even existed and and here here's literal example of like selling sizzle without steak they got resin kits and shit that are being built before issue one even comes out so you you see what the name of the game is and a lot of money 150 bucks uh unassembled 200 bucks assembled and painted so there you how many people are ponying up that there you have i mean it was a it was a big part of the culture i like like the randy bowen statues kind of primed the pump for that and bowen would put out something new like every month so and people you know there was that whole glass case at Ides where they would just it would just be the next next new one man and somebody was buying them it was a whole part of the the the, the 90s business model for sure you had to have your randy bowen type statue i would always see like clouds would always have like the the prints a screen print or a lithograph or something would appear in the eight ball issues i always wish i would have scooped those things up but yeah like you're you're in business for yourself now like you got to try to make uh keep those lights on any way possible totally man what a so comic. It's, it's a comic I wanted to look at for a while just because I think it's uniquely positioned in that 90s. Again, Speculator Bubble is bursting at this point, and this has to be considered a launching point, I think, for Marvel Knights. Uh, <laughs> look at this, man. You could barely read the Event Comics company logo. You can barely read the Ash logo from any kind of distance. This is what you would hear so many guys complain about. Comic shop owners. I think Eric Larson has gone on record about like how logos should be presented mm-hmm. yeah and and uh, you don't get something at this kind of juvenile level if you're not doing your first one yourself you know publishers that are established would not allow such a thing because like okay yeah you did something a little new a little different well sometimes the steering wheel is where it should be <laughs> you it, dig it's a new generation making their their own rules and their own aesthetic a lot of the desktop publishing stuff too of the early 90s yes. design where like it, comics it, is just just shrunk you know horizontally yeah. shrunk until like those letters are four times wider than they are tall it looks powerpoint you know like you <laughs> like you know what this little filter thing and all that kind of shit is for sure and the v- point of the v going through the o <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm such a sucker for that 90s kind of like we got a new computer yeah man let's see what we can do Good to go? I am. Okay, favors like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. Cartoonist Kayfabe comic book Christmas in July is the last Saturday of July. We're going to get up early. We're going to go to the Free Little Lending Libraries in our neighborhood. We're going to stuff those Free Little Lending Libraries full of uh, comics. Doubles, comp copies, go out and buy a couple, uh, you know, the night before or something. Uh, we're going to increase comic book awareness that way. Uh, and 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 generate new comic book readership. The uh, videos are brought to you in part by the Patreon. King Kayfibers on the Patreon, they mitigate the Kayfib effect because they get the videos before anybody else and uh, they are privy to these record sessions where we are um, creating all of these uh, videos. The vids ultimately are brought to you by the books that we make. Jimmy, tell the people what you have going on. Hulk Grand Design and the Plain Janes are available wherever you buy and read books. Street Angel Princess of Poverty is my next release from Image Comics. It collects all the Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel Deadly Girl Live. Image just re-released Deadly Girl Live, so pick that one up if you missed it around the first time. And my latest self-published comic, True Crime Funnies, non-fiction comics in this book. Uh, we have sold out of the first printing, but more are on the way. And if you can't wait for those more to get here, you can download the digital copies on my website or on patreon.com slash jimrug, where I serialize all of my new comics, including all of the comics in True Crime Funnies. 
Tell them, tell the people. Coming soon in September from Image Comics. Ask your local comics retailer to set aside a copy of Jack Kirby's Star Warriors starring Adam Starr and the Solar Legion. Uh, it's an old Jack Kirby series of comics that I've uh, recontextualized into a new comic for the 21st century. Also, I have I Am Stan, a graphic biography of the legendary Stan Lee coming soon and now in pa soon in paperback jack kirby the epic life of the king of comics and please watch my youtube channel the total recall show hip-hop family tree omnibus is coming to you in time for christmas we just hit the button man these books are being printed 504 pages 140 pages of additional material that's not in those first four volumes of hip-hop family tree so this is the definitive collection to get your hands on not the only holiday effort I'm putting out into the universe. X-Men Grand Design Trilogy is coming to you in November, collecting the uh, some partially out-of-print uh, X-Men Grand Design books that I put together. So that'll be your opportunity to get your hands on uh, all of the story. The current, current concern is uh, Red Room. Red Room Crypto Killers is the third season of my Red Room comics, which lets you know that there are two trade paperbacks already out on the racks. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game. Each issue is completely self-told, so uh, all you need to do is grab any random issue, give it a try. If you dig it, then uh, read another. Third issue is going to have a backup feature that uh, I want you to support because it's going to be the subject of my daily comic strip that I'm going to be putting out around the turn of the new year, but I'm serializing it to my uh, Patreon patrons uh, within the next couple of weeks. Not the only ways to support the channel, though. You can subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats, mugs, stickers, and more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. All great ways to support the channel. Give them those marching orders, Jimmy, and we'll be on our way. Read more comics.